What's up, everybody? Happy Monday, and welcome back to Gadget Reason Radio here on Anchor FM. My name is Sean. I'm your host, and I want to get you guys caught up on some of the most interesting news stories in tech that I found over the past 72 hours. So let's go ahead and get started with your tech download for July 31st, 2017. Sir Peter Jackson, the famed director of the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit trilogies, has revealed his first augmented reality demo to come out of the newly created Wingnut AR Studio. Although Google and Microsoft both have more experience working with AR technology over the past several years, Apple gave special access to the AR kit, which is its own in-house augmented reality developer kit, for him to create this demo. So this is pretty interesting because if you have been following what some of the AR kit demos that have been floating around the web for the past couple of weeks, it's pretty compelling uh, stuff that they're doing over there. So you've got uh, people doing some demos showing a map type application being overlaid over the real world. So you hold up your phone and the camera captures sort of uh, a view of you know whatever you're pointing it at. And then the display shows the surrounding world with a map line overlaid telling you where to turn. Now, I don't know how practical something like that is in real world use, but it's definitely cool and it definitely sort of shows what could be possible in the future. Um, another application that made its way around the web a few weeks back was the uh, the measuring application. It was kind of like a virtual tape measure. So you hold your phone up to, let's say, a wall and you select the start point that you want to measure and the end point and it overlays a virtual ruler right on the wall that you're trying to measure. Very, very cool stuff. So I can only imagine what someone with the creativity and vision of Peter Jackson is going to do with AR kit in the near future. So regardless of your opinions of Jackson's last effort, which was the Hobbit trilogy, there's no denying that his, uh, you know, Weta Studios that he developed has done some incredible things in the visual effects area for film over the past, you know, a couple of decades now. So I think it's uh, it's safe to say that they could probably come up with something very, very interesting using this brand new AR technology. So what do you guys think about that? Are you interested in AR technology at all, or do you think this is going to be just another fad like the 3D television craze that went around a few years back? Well, it looks like two of the biggest tech companies on the face of the planet, Facebook and Google, both have reasons to celebrate, showing incredible revenue growth from last quarter. The two companies were up 45% and 21% from a year ago, respectively. Facebook announced that it made $9.3 billion this past quarter, and Google's parent company Alphabet announced that it made $26 billion in the same period. It should come as pretty much no surprise that most of this revenue came from advertisers, with about 87% of that revenue coming from ads for Google and an incredible 98% for Facebook. So that's really incredible when you think about a few years ago where Facebook was struggling to figure out how it was going to prove to investors that it can make a profit, and now 98% of its revenue is coming from advertising. Very interesting. It's also pretty interesting to note that Twitter just had one of its worst quarters ever, uh, showing zero growth, and Snap, which uh, you know was off to the races with a good IPO for its first day, quickly tanked. Um, and so you know, it seems that you know whatever the magic formula that Google and Facebook have figured out is not something that uh, all other social media platforms have been able to duplicate. 9to5 Google posted an interesting story recently about the engineers working on the camera module for the newest Essentials phone, which is soon to be released. The article goes on to state that the engineers working on the camera module for the Essentials phone are continuing to work around the clock up until the very last minute before the phone's release to make sure that the camera on the Essentials phone is one of the best in the market. 
Uh, I've talked before about the fact that I think smartphones are reaching a point where the technology is so good that there's, you know, it's getting harder and harder for manufacturers to come up with compelling reasons for us to want to upgrade every single year. I mean, how good can a phone possibly get? How fast can the processor be? How great can the display get? And I think the camera technology, camera and battery, I think are the two areas where there's still a lot of room for improvement. I think as the technology behind sensors and the image processing, as well as the whole science behind making a lens as small and as efficient and as effective as you possibly can combined with things like using dual camera modules or dual dual camera sensors to combine different parts to create uh, a more dynamic image all these different things are going to continue to drive the camera aspect of smartphone photography smartphone cameras forward Um, and I think that's always going to be a compelling reason for people to want to upgrade. The essential phone like many other phones that have come out in the past couple of years is using a dual camera module to basically create better images by using different parts of the data from the two different sensors. However the essential phone is doing something just a little bit different. One of the camera modules will be used exclusively for capturing monochromatic data so it won't capture any RGB color information at all and the information from the monochromatic shots we combined with the RGB data from the other sensor to create a much better looking, cleaner looking, noise free image. At least that's what the guys over at Essentials are claiming. An engineer for the company said that they've been working hard on the camera technology in the Essentials phone since last October, and they're continuing to tune the camera on the Essential phone until the last possible second to provide the best photographic experience possible. I think it's going to be really interesting to see once this phone gets released exactly how good the camera is and how effective the 360 camera module that they're shipping with it is going to work and and how effective it's going to be at capturing consumers' attention. Obviously, the Essentials phone is not going to be a mass mass product seller like the Galaxy phones or the iPhone. It's definitely going to be more along the lines of something like the OnePlus, but I'm pretty excited to test it out, and I will obviously give you guys a full review on that uh, either here and, and also on YouTube once the phone releases and I get a chance to give it uh, a good run for a few weeks so um, let me know what you guys think are you excited about the essentials phone and do you think they can create anything uh, or bring anything new to the camera side of things that might make you want to purchase this over say a new iphone It's another day, and that means there's another round of Apple leaks for the iPhone 8 design. This time, though, it's coming from Apple themselves, or at least from an internal Apple employee who either intentionally or accidentally leaked some of the firmware for the new yet-to-be-released Apple HomePod. Hidden inside the firmware were details outlining a schematic or a representation of what the new iPhone 8 is going to look like. And surprise, surprise, it looks exactly like the last round of uh, dummies or, you know, case mock-up phones that we saw floating around. Considering that this firmware was never meant to be released into the wild for public consumption, it's safe to assume then that the schematic or the phone representation for the iPhone 8 is probably pretty accurate because they never intended anybody to see it. And, you know, it kind of ties into what I said last week, which is the fact that we're getting pretty down to the wire at this point. I don't think there's a whole lot of time left for Apple to be, you know, changing or altering the iPhone 8 design. Whatever whatever the phone looks like now or wherever they got to in their development process is probably about as far as they're going to get unless they're going to surprise everybody and and not release the iPhone 
you know, in the relatively same time frame that they typically release them every year. It seems as though the firmware leak has been confirmed by several other developers who have investigated the firmware themselves. So at this point, it seems like it's probably very much uh, realistic and not some type of uh, hoax. And I think given Apple's notorious desire for secrecy and the demands that they place on employees to keep things under wraps, it's safe to say somebody is having a pretty bad day on this Monday morning. So, uh, you know, It'll be interesting to see if Apple has a response to any of this, but probably not. They usually just kind of ignore these things. But, you know, when the unveiling happens, whenever that, that day comes, I'm sure that it's going to look pretty close to what we've already uh, expected. That's been the case for the last few years with the iPhone launches anyway. And with that, that should just about do it for today's tech download. I hope you guys enjoyed the content. If you did, please continue to follow me here on Anchor as well as all other social media platforms. You can look me up at Gadget Reason. Um, you know, I'd appreciate it if you guys left some comments or, you know, give me some call-ins so I have some things to talk about in a future episode. Otherwise, have a great rest of your Monday and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.